I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited for this episode. Um, I'm going to be diving into a behind the scenes of all of our launch results. I'm probably breaking it into two parts because we have a lot to talk about. And I'm going to be honest, I've been (laughs) like a little bit putting this episode off because I definitely have to share some really transparent things and open things about the launch and the behind the scene results. And, you know, it's never fun to share like the bad parts with the good parts, but I am going to give it all to you guys and hold nothing back. Um, because I think it's really important. And I think that there is so much you guys can learn from the way my launch played out and what worked and what didn't work and just kind of like some pivots we had to make in the actual launch. But I'll tell you, this launch for me as a leader, I think I'm going to look back on this experience in the next you know, year or two and really pinpoint it as a, as a very pivotal moment. Because throughout the launch, I don't know exactly why, like I can't pinpoint for you exactly what made it like this, but I think it was several things pushed me as a leader to think different and question things and And part of it was because there was a whole like one part that didn't work. And that's what I'm going to talk to you guys about. And I think when things kind of, quote, fail, you think differently than if they're even just doing okay or good because you don't really question things. And because I got to that point at one point during the launch, I thought differently than I normally would have. And it opened up so much for me. And then following the launch, I took off that week as CEO week and my main focus in it was brainstorming and planning. And I, because of the launch, have had so many ideas and downloads and things and like clarity around direction and what we're going to do more of and what we're not going to do. And it it wouldn't have happened that way if I didn't go through with this launch. So I'm going to preface and just say a few things I'm going to explain the strategy that we did so you have context and then I'm going to give you the numbers and all the behind the scenes and the lessons from it because there's a lot so first of all um I will say going into the launch I had a kind of gut feeling that I was like I, I I was torn I was torn like do I want to do this because so Ignite is our signature product. It's our done with you offer where I created it about a year and a half ago and it's meant for people who um, 
can't afford to work with us in the agency yet. They're not quite there with their business, but they want all of the resources, the templates, the trainings, um, you know, the the support. And it's done with you because we have an Ignite Success Coach in there who supports all the students and gets on calls with them, does weekly support calls, looks at their Facebook ads manager, gives them advice on their audiences, uh, makes Loom videos for them, gives them all that support. It's everything I can give without the price tag of a fully done for you option. And so I created it about a year and a half ago. Now that's context that you need to know. So that's what we were launching. Um, we were launching it for, the price was $24.97. It's regularly listed on my website for $29.97. So it was $24.97 during the launch. Um, and you people can sign up for Ignite when I don't open the carts live. They have to go through our application. So on our site, if you go to apply now and see if you qualify to work with us, we have a really awesome application that splits into two based on what you need and either takes you as an Ignite student call or an agency call. Now, here's what I knew going into the launch, a couple things. So first, I've launched this live before. I've launched it live at least three times. Um, We did one really big launch about just over a year ago, and that was the initial launch of the course. We sold it then for $19.97. So on the webinar, you know, sold it for $19.97, open cart, basically similar model as what we did this year. So, but I raised the prices this year. So that was a variable. I also knew going into this, like when we get applications and they book a call for Ignite, Andra on my team closes 60% of those calls because they are so qualified and because Ignite is such a good offer. And I know it is a good offer and I can say that because it's proven. We've had over 200 students go through it. I've sold it on webinars. We've sold it on calls, all of that. So I knew my knowledge was, I knew it converted at 1997 on a webinar. Didn't know if it would convert at 2497 on a webinar without a call. I also knew it converted on calls through our application very high. That was very successful. Now going into the launch, I had this gut feeling. I was like, like we were already too far in it. We'd done pre-launch and like I've set my team up for this, but I had this, like I wasn't all in on it. And I like, you know, when you have that gut feeling. And so maybe I should have listened to it. I don't know, but I didn't because we already fall far in it. I also, we definitely had to kind of hustle towards the end because the elections were coming and I was adamant that I wanted to be done with the launch a few weeks before the election because I knew like things would get a little crazy on social media and I didn't know what was going to happen. And so I just wanted to be done. And so we had to get things live pretty quickly and we got it all done. And it's like, we still prepared for like two months, but we still felt rushed towards the end. So I want to give you that information because I think it's important here. One, that I actually ignored a gut feeling. And then two, here's what I always preach. Do what's working, right? Don't throw everything away and do something different. Well, I knew our applications were working and converting to Ignite Sales. Maybe I should have put, we'll talk more about this, but should have put more effort into how do I just increase those applications? Because I knew that those applications and calls close at 60%. Industry average for close rate is 20%. So that's like insane to close that high. And sometimes it's even higher. It's like incredible. Andre's amazing, but it's also because the offer and the sales system we have and we qualify people coming in. But anyways, I want you guys to know all that. Regardless of my gut feeling, regardless of knowing what I knew worked already, I was adamant that we had to go through with this live launch and we, and we were going to go all in. I don't do things 80%. If we're doing it, we're doing it 150%. So we pulled out all the stops for the launch. We had amazing strategies like 
ask an Ignite alumni a question on the sales page and they'll send you back a video. We did, I had team members supporting in the Facebook group to answer questions um, for students going through the series. Like all the things, we pulled it out. So I knew that no matter what, this was the best results we could get because we were doing everything possible. There was no strategy left unturned or that I was like, oh, you know, we don't have time to implement that. We did 150% because that's the only way I know how to do things. So we went all in and I knew, okay, I need to go all in with this and see what happens to make future decisions. Maybe I'll never live launch again like this. Maybe I'll just stick to pushing my application. But I knew, okay, I'm not sure about this, but I need to do this so I can, so I can basically say, we went all in 100 150% literally and it either worked or it didn't. So I knew that. You know, I I had that gut feeling but I was like I'm still doing this. Like I'm adamant on doing it. I hired, you know, Andra to do additional consulting. She worked with my team on all of the messaging and the sales around it. I mean, I could not have gotten the re- the results we did get without the support of my team. So we had everything. So that's all the preface. Okay, let's talk about the strategy that we actually implemented. So our launch strategy was the following. It was a video series that you they signed up for, Ads Like a Boss video series, which was a three-part video series. It went for about a week and a half. We launched the videos um, pretty much every other day, but one we launched like Thursday and then a Monday. So there was a little bit more of a gap between that. So we had three videos, three video series, um, and we launched those, and that was Ads Like a Boss. Then... On that Thursday, which was about a week and a half after the first video series dropped, we had a live webinar and that's when the cart opened. So the goal was we pushed heavy registrants to Ads Like a Boss, the video series, and then we pushed people to that webinar and that was the open cart. We also did an encore webinar on Sunday. So I did my first live webinar Thursday. We did an encore webinar on Sunday. The cart closed to buy uh, on Thursday. So it was seven days of an open cart. Some other minor strategies and things I'll mention is we had a pop-up Facebook group. So all throughout that time from the start of the video series through closed cart, we had a Facebook group where I was doing bonus Q&A um, during the heavy launch portion where people were going through the content and they had questions. I had two team members actually support with answering the questions, which was amazing. So highly recommend doing something like that because in the past when we would launch and it was very content heavy, I was really the only person who could answer those like strategic content questions because my marketing team can't really like they market for my business. They're not ad experts. And people are, of course, asking in-depth questions about their ads and their funnels and their marketing strategies. So, you know, my content writer can't really answer those. My tech VA can't really answer those. So it would fall back on me. And it actually takes a lot of time for those of you who have done this before. Like, you know, even typing like a one paragraph response about somebody's business strategy takes like 15 minutes. Like it takes a lot of time and a lot of time goes into that so I would always feel like super drained from that so this round in the Facebook group I showed up for the bonus Q&A's where I was on for an hour and I would answer all the questions a lot of people were on live the engagement was amazing and then my team supported in the actual Facebook group threads so I didn't have to worry about that as much and so that was like really awesome I had never done that before super helpful Um, we also had 
so we had the Facebook group, very engaged. That was an important part because that allowed you, we, we also gave a resource. So if they came in the Facebook group, they got a bonus resource because we were really pushing that Facebook group. We wanted, we wanted as many people as possible. In that Facebook group, we got about 70% of the total registrants to sign up for the Facebook group, which is an awesome number. Um, and we kept it open, you know, through the end of cart. So that, and then in the so the, we did a live webinar um, and in the open cart period we did some cool strategies where first we had a live chat on the sales page that was essential so I had three different team members who basically rotated off hours and were always on the live chat right there to talk to people because you know time kills deals right Andre taught me that it's so true if somebody's about to buy your product and they have a question and you take even two hours to get back to them especially in a live launch you might lose the sale and it's crazy because like you know it's hard to answer that fast but if somebody's on the verge of buying time will kill it if you wait even two three hours especially a day to get them a full answer back so we had a chat on the sales page that was great we sold a lot of people on the fence that way on the sales page we also had an option to ask an ignite alumni a question so if you had a question that you actually wanted to ask ignite students you could submit your question and they'd send you back a video. And I recruited three of my awesome alumni who are willing to help and, and support with that. Um, I did a panel with those alumni too, which was a great strategy during open cart. That actually definitely pushed a couple people over to buy when they heard from the students. So any strategies like that, the chat support was really important. And then highlighting the alumni was very important. The other kind of strategy that we did that was very unique and I uh, worked for it really well was we, in, sometimes people will give away like a free module or a free lesson into their, um, course and like through the open cart so they'll say like here get your free lesson if you haven't bought yet and go see inside the course instead of doing that because my objection to that was well if they don't consume that that's going to be almost an objection to them buying because they're like well I didn't even you know consume the free module that somebody gave me and so I may not consume, you know, the course because especially with courses right now, um, a lot of people have objections to the time it's going to take to go through the course. And we had to overcome that a lot actually during the launch itself and in our messaging, we pivoted and talked about that because it became more and more clear that that was an objection, um, especially with ads, like it's, it is a lot of work. And so people are worried that they won't implement it. So I didn't want to give away a lesson that was probably great in value but then if someone didn't consume it they would struggle from that so instead what we did was we created a vip access pass and what that did was it allowed people to actually come into our paid facebook group uh, from ignite our product and they had three days that they could hang out in that facebook group What's in that Facebook group is a bunch of threads of the Ignite Success Coach, you know, answering questions and support call recordings and training recordings and, you know, win threads about each Friday we do a Friday wins thread. So they were able to see behind the scenes of the community, but not just the community, the support they were getting, which is probably one of the number one things about my offer, which is that done with you support. That's what differentiates it from a course. So we allowed them to have that VIP access pass go into the course private Facebook group for three days. And then um, also I timed it so that within those three days, I did the monthly live training that I do for our Ignite students every month. So I do a monthly live training every month for Ignite students. And so I did that training 
during those three days. So they were invited to come to that bonus training. And I obviously was strategic with the topic. So it would be, you know, something useful for people who were not in Ignite as well as people who were in Ignite. And so that was really cool for people to see that behind the scenes. And and it definitely converted several sales doing that strategy. We also ran that strategy through Minichat. So in order to claim your VIP access pass, you had to click a mini chat button, which puts you on a list, which allowed us to be like, hey, your VIP access pass is going to expire soon. Do you have any questions about joining Ignite? Which would push conversations with my team, which would equal sales. So that was a very cool and effective strategy that we did throughout the open cart period that I think really impacted sales and supported with sales. All right. So to recap, our launch strategy was Sending people to the video series, Ads Like a Boss, three-part video series with a pop-up Facebook group. We had really killer workbooks that went with each video. Amazing content. Definitely the best content I've ever put out. The best free content. So much went into the quality of the videos, of the workbooks, of the Facebook group support, and it was amazing. Then we sent people to a webinar. The webinar kicked off um, the open cart. The open cart was for seven days. During that seven days, we did an encore webinar. Um, and we were pushing open cart throughout all of that with Facebook lives and emails, of course, um, testimonials, highlighting our members, showing them inside of the course. I did that in one Facebook live, actually logged in, walked them through the behind the scenes of the course. Um, so that was the, the majority that, that was the launch strategy. And now I want to talk through, of course, like numbers and, and everything. So, um, I have the numbers pulled up. And also to note, our goal was to spend majority of the budget on the Ads Like a Boss video series. And I didn't say this, but this is really important part to the strategy that the webinar tied into the Ads Like a Boss video series. It had to. So the topic in each video, I would say, make sure you sign up for the training on whatever date because that's going to tie everything together that you're learning in this video series. So I tied it together in all three videos. We tied it together in emails and the topic made perfect sense. We put a lot of time and effort, way more than I have in past launches, into the content of the video series itself in the webinar and having all of that lead up very strategically uh, to the offer. And you have to walk walk this very fine balance when you're live launching of over delivering and giving value and letting people have micro wins and micro results, but not overwhelming them to the point where then by the time they've consumed the three videos and the... Um, and the webinar that they're so overwhelmed that they're not going to buy. You don't want to put people in that situation and that's hard. It's a balance to watch. So usually because you're an expert at what you're teaching, you need to teach a little bit less than you think and go deeper and more clear and slow it down and make it, you know, so clear that they can't get confused versus the the quant the quality I mean sorry the quantity of what you give usually we give too much but we don't go deep enough when we're teaching and so I really worked on that um, and it was highly effective so okay now I want to talk about I don't think I want to give you guys the total numbers yet because I want to give you that summary now I want to share um, I would like to share with you what went not good and what went really well because that will lead to the numbers so. Um, here is the big thing that happened in the launch. So first of all, 
reminder, I had never sold this for $24.97 on a webinar without a call before. So this was an unknown factor of how it would convert. So we, I basically updated the webinar content, but kept the pitch pretty much the same as I did before because it converted. I converted about, I think like six or 7% people live last year. We converted 1% of our total leads that signed up for our launch a year ago. So I knew, and that's pretty average. That's that's a standard number. Um, so the total people who registered for the video series and the webinar last year, we converted to a sale. And I converted about six or 7% live. So I updated the webinar content because the training was different because I had to go with this video series, but I kept the pitch relatively the same. And we did make another change, which was last year, our live launch bonus was a strategy call. Our fast action bonus was a strategy call with Team Hirsch and the first 10 people got it with me. That bonus pushed people to buy quickly. It pushed people to take action on the webinar and it sold. This year, my team doesn't have the capacity to do 50 plus calls. So I couldn't offer that as a strategy. So we changed it and the strategy was as close as we could to that where they got a custom funnel map. So they would fill out an intake form just like they would on a strategy call. And then our strategist would create a like basically presentation and funnel map for them about like, here's your strategy. So it was as close as they could without having like a 60 minute call. It was still a great bonus and still worked really well. Here is is kind of what happened. So I didn't change the pitch. That's important to note. I basically kept the pitch of following Russell Brunson's template of the perfect webinar. And um, because it worked before, so why would I change it? I kept it, you know, I obviously updated any bonuses or any like information in there, but in terms of like the, the close, the closing techniques and the stack, that all was in there. So my live webinar comes on Thursday. We had a total of 14, 49 people signed up for that webinar. Um, we ran, we, we promoted obviously a ton of people from the video series into there. And then we ran some ads too for the traffic. Um, our show up rate was pretty low. We had a 12% live show up rate. We did this webinar Thursday night. So that's a low show up rate, which I'm seeing that trend right now with live webinars that the show up rate is, is dropping. However, our Sunday webinar show up rate was 21%. So that's interesting. I might try some more Sunday webinars because of that reason. But okay, so Thursday's webinar, we had 1449 um, people signed up total. And our goal, that actually hit our goal pretty much of how many we wanted signed up. The show up rate was low, 12%. And, you know, I really don't know. We did everything. We did many chat. We did calendar reminders um, besides just like time zones of people in the launch and just show up rate being low. I don't know why it was 12%, but it is really telling that the Sunday webinar was 21%. Now here's the thing. My live webinar conversion sales rate was 0%. I did not sell on that webinar. And that's the part that I'm like, do I want to tell you guys? I'm going to tell you guys because it was actually a good thing in the long run. So I've never done a webinar before where I did not sell. Like I'm allowed to say this because I've done dozens of webinars. I crush webinars and I felt amazing about the content, you know, fine about the pitch. And like overall, I, I felt fine about the webinar. On the webinar live, we did not sell anything. OK, so obviously when you do a webinar, that sucks. So here's like so we had that webinar Thursday and then we had another webinar Sunday. And this is where the 
biggest lessons I want to talk to you guys about came in. So first of all, I spent a total of about $28,000 in ads. And you know when you launch, like you're spending most of that ahead of the time. So as soon as that happened, that 0% conversion, I'm like, well, all we have to do is break even and I'm fine. Like at least I need to break even. And so I knew that. I knew the number of sales. We did way more than that. But I knew I needed to break even. At that point, that's what I was worried about. Is like, well, I don't want, I cannot lose money, right, on this launch. So what happened then was we looked at it. We said, okay, why, let's talk through it. Why did the webinar not convert? The biggest thing is if I look at and I compare a year ago's webinar to now, was that fast action bonus. The first 10 people got a strategy call with me. So they knew, okay, I have to buy, I have to hurry up and buy because I want to be one of those first 10 people. And we took that away. And so this, this fat, the fast action bonus we had on this webinar, they had two days, they had 40, it was a 48 hour fast action bonus. So there was no reason on the webinar live for those leads to buy that moment. And I think that was our number one problem. So we knew that. And I'll talk about the solution that we came up with for that. So we knew that. The other thing is, Andra was on that webinar with me and she's like, I don't know. I didn't say anything before the going into this webinar because you, you know, it converted before. So we didn't change the pitch. But she's like, I don't think that perfect webinar pitch is you. Like, let's just throw that away and create our own pitch. And she helped me. She like, God love her, helped me edit my whole pitch So it was so much more in alignment with me. We talked about in that pitch how, why I created Ignite because that's an important piece to mention. I had, I didn't even mention it in the other pitch, but it's like, this is, is you can get this, get agency support for way less than agency price tag. That's why I created Ignite. And the goal is to get you up to that because an objection that people have, and I knew this, but didn't speak to it enough is the time. They don't want hours and hours and hours of work to do with their own Facebook ads. Of course, everybody wants to not do their Facebook ads. Nobody wants to have to spend that much time, but some people don't have a choice because of where they're at in their business. And so this is the best solution to them. I didn't talk about that in in the actual pitch. And I didn't talk about that time objection enough and why I created Ignite and who it is for and really connect with that. So we took out the stack we took out the, so that Russell has closing techniques and you know what? They work for some people and they have worked for me before. They did convert, but I think that they have been done so much and my audience is smart. You guys are all smart. Like when you hear this, you're like, oh, Russell Brunson's perfect webinar, right? And then you automatically probably doubt it a little bit, even if it's subconscious. So Russell has closing techniques that are kind of cheesy. Like I've never liked to do them, but they've worked and they're, you know, they're, it, you know, time, you never get your time back, but you always can replenish money and things like that. Or like you have two options. You can be this lazy person or you can be this, um, I'm paraphrasing or like take action or like, which person are you going to be? And they're, they're cheesy, you know, emotional closing techniques. Yes, but they're cheesy. And so we threw all those out. We threw, so this is like between Thursday and Sunday, we, we didn't get any sales on that live webinar. We did get sales after. So sales started coming in the next day and we had that fast action bonus expiring. And so we were at like, I think six or seven sales, which I only needed about 20 to, to break even. So we were doing okay, but like my webinar converted at 0%. What the heck? So we knew we had Sunday's webinar and we're like, okay, let's, we're going to, we're going to improve this. We're going to change things. So we changed the entire pitch. Like literally, if you watched it, you would have seen that like so much changed because we threw away the stack. We threw away all the closing techniques and I made it just more me. 
I made it more like what I would say if I was like literally in a conversation with somebody telling them why they should sign up for Ignite because I'm so passionate about it and I know this offer works. We've had so many people go through it and get results. I've sold over 200 of them. It's a proven offer. And so I changed the pitch so that it was, you know, specifically about, um, the offer and how I would passionately talk about it. And then we added a a bonus. And so we added a live fast action bonus while they were on the webinar live. If they bought, they got a 30 minute strategy call with me. Just, I just show up, answer their questions like strategy call. And I definitely milked it because it's true. And I said, you can't get this. Like our clients don't get this. Our Ignite students don't get this. This is the only way to get my time for 30 minutes to ask me anything about your marketing and your Facebook ads. They had to buy while we were live on the webinar. When that webinar ended, it went away. And of course we honored it for people who had already bought up until the point of that webinar. So we looked at everything that, and then, and then the only other thing we changed was there was one point in the webinar, I had three secrets. There was one point in secret one where I talk about their budget and it's really hard to do that clearly. Like you lose people, right? As soon as you get into numbers, like people get overwhelmed or they get scared or they can't figure out like, can I spend that much? Or like, I don't know if I did this right. So we, we clarified that a lot better. So I fixed that because there was a lot of questions on the other webinar at the end of people who were like stuck there. And at any point in your presentation, if people are stuck and they're confused, they're going to start tuning you out because they're still like behind those five slides where you just were trying to figure it out for themselves. And so they stop listening. So it's important that you find the places that people got confused and stuck and you go fix it. Are you ready to outsource your marketing to a team of digital marketing experts? Or maybe you've tried other agencies who have not worked out in the past and you're desperate for help. We all know that without successful and consistent marketing, your company will not continue to grow. If you're ready to consider partnering with a team like Hirsch Marketing, go to helpmystrategy.com and apply to work with us. We pride ourselves in having over a 90% client retention rate. We consistently maintain this metric by only taking on clients we know we can help. Visit helpmystrategy.com to go through our application process where we will give you the exact next steps that we recommend taking based on where you're at today in your business. We manage millions of dollars of ad spend each month for online businesses and that data combined with our world-class processes honestly can't be found anywhere else. If you're ready to take your marketing to the next level, visit helpmystrategy.com and begin filling out your application today. Okay, so here's where, you guys, here is where the marketing always works statement comes in, okay? And I I just, the reason I'm sharing with you guys that I got a 0% webinar conversion on my first webinar is because I want you to see that I am a marketing expert with a proven product with a webinar that converted before and it still happened to me and I did not throw in the towel and say F this and I suck and I'm not doing that webinar or whatever, you know, the where we go. We pulled it together, we rallied, my team, we updated the webinar presentation, we added in that live bonus, we actually went in and changed um, several emails in between that time frame because we had, you know, light in on the messaging that needed to be changed. We, we needed to focus more on it's not a, a program. It is, you know, a course that it's not a course. It's a program that, that, you know, we're going to work with you on and, and differentiate myself. Cause the, what, during the launch, we were getting feedback about 
the time objection. And so we shifted our messaging to, to meet people where they were at. So my team, like that's that Friday and Saturday hustled. I mean, we changed the webinar presentation. We updated all our emails. We heavily pushed people to the webinar that was happening on Sunday. We announced there was going to be a new bonus. You had to be there live. Make sure you showed up live. Actually, that's why the webinar conversion uh, sales could show up rate probably went up too because in our pop-up Facebook group our emails our messages everything we said there is a new live bonus it's what all of you guys are asking for I'm not going to tell you what it is but you have to be there live to get it so we just heavily pushed that we pivoted mid-launch to just make sure our messaging was staying on track okay go into that live launch so the encore webinar we had um so it was like we invited, we reinvited everybody. So we had an additional about 500, 600 people sign up for it. And then we also were sending everything to the, um, we sent like we're live now to the previous registrants, but we had an additional 600 people sign up for this webinar. So actually less registrants. Now that live show up rate, that 21% is based on those 600 people. So it's crazy because we almost had the same amount of people live on this webinar as we did Thursday. And I had a, half the registrants signed up and almost double the live show up rate. So that was great. Now our close rate went from 0% to 6.6% live. We did over $20,000 in that live webinar. I will never forget my team. Like it was so rewarding. It was the best thing that could have happened because of course I'm pumped up. We're getting sales in the chat. It was so much fun. People like I signed up now. Let me go run and grab my credit card. Like it was how a webinar should be and how I'm used to them being. And my team was just so proud. Like my marketing team who had put this effort and rallied and not been like, okay, this webinar didn't work and let's throw in the towel and, you know, frustrated and discouraged because they put all this work into something that wasn't quote working yet. They rallied and they believed in it and we created success. So we went from a 0% webinar close rate to a 6.6 webinar close rate. We did over $20,000 live. We ended up bringing in, I'll tell you our total sales in a minute, but we went from a 0% webinar close rate to a 6.6% with those minor tweaks. The reason I'm sharing this with you guys is because I need you to see that again, even for somebody like me who knows webinars, I've done successful webinars with a proven product, has a failure like that. And you know what? It happens way more than you think it does. And people are not sharing it publicly like I'm doing now. It is hard to master a webinar. You have to get everything right in how you position the offer, how you lead up to the offer, the urgency and the bonuses that you have. All of it have to nail it. So in that short time, we almost doubled our live show up rate. And then we 6X'd our close rate by... Same webinar presentation, same offer, new bonus, changed our positioning. And I told Andre, I messaged her after, and I was like, you have to go and publicly say that your, your close in your webinar is better than Russell Brunson's perfect webinar. Because literally, like, I did Russell Brunson's, and then we threw it away, and we did our own, and it was, like, custom, and it converted way better. So you have to go with your gut there of, of what is authentic to you and I think that was part of my mistake in the first one and probably I could have gotten a better sales conversion on the one I did a year ago if I would have done this then 
is taking out anything that wasn't authentic to me. Because when I'm passionate about something, you can feel it through the screen. You can probably feel it in this podcast episode. If you're having me say cheesy lines that I'm like, okay, I'll do them. I can be passionate about them, but not the same level. And people feel that energy through a webinar. Okay. All right. So I want to share that with you guys. Then I want to just talk about a few more takeaways, but I'm going to give you the total um, numbers from our launch and talk about one more thing. So um, just like stats and numbers, we had um, ads like a boss registrants. We had a total of 2000 people sign up. Um, Our cost per lead was really high at $12. That's high to me. I mean, it was average and we were paying more for ads because um, of the election of everything happening. Ads were just more expensive. We also spent a lot of money in a short amount of time. and then for our fire up your Facebook ads, that was the first webinar. We had 1449 registrants. We paid about $10 cost per lead. So they did get a little bit cheaper. We implemented Instagram reels. Those did the best. Um, we didn't have that for the ads like a boss video series, but we had it for the webinar. And then our second webinar had about 600 people signed up with a 21% show up rate. And our cost per lead was $11. Um, Sales rate was 6%. Like I said, on that webinar, 6.6%. This is an interesting stat. So we had um, 2,985. Yeah, so total 2,985 total leads who signed up for both the video series and the webinar. And then we had an additional 400 of our pre-launch leads. So they had opted into our previous opt-in sign up. Um, so just over three, like almost 3,500 total registrants. Okay. Um, or it's like 3,300. So then total sales that we made was 30, um, 30 core sales, which equaled about 74 K in revenue. Um, and we spent, like I said, uh, about 38,000, 38,000 in ads that includes pre-launch ad spend. So we spent two months beforehand building our list. So that all includes it. So we were profitable. It was almost a six figure launch. Um, we were definitely profitable and our total sales conversion was 0.9%. So I did 1% with a 1997 product and a 0.9% total of all the leads sales conversion, uh, with a, um, 2497 product so we actually hit our sales conversion about where I would expect it to in the end but the biggest difference was those webinars and you know having three or four days where I thought the launch was totally failing now we pulled all the information from the students and here's a huge takeaway out of the 30 sales 21 of those sales were warm traffic meaning they were already on my list. Now, when we ran ads, majority of those ads were new leads, were cold traffic leads, because we were also obviously promoting this to my email list, podcast, everywhere. So we ran warm traffic ads, but a huge percentage of them were also cold traffic. 21 out of 30 sales were warm, which means they were already on my list which means all those thousands of people I've added to my list are going to buy in the future, whether it's through an application or whatever we do. That just shows you the long game mentality. Here's another really amazing stat. We pulled the uh, date they joined my email list and then the date they bought and the number of days they were on my list until they purchased. Get this, the average time on my list before purchasing was 152 days. 
So of course, with a higher price point product, people are gonna sit on your list longer before making the decision to buy. So the average time on my list was 152 days. We have someone here that were on my list for 500 days before they bought. Uh, I think that's the most. We have a 382, 375 days. That's over a year that they were on my list. 500 days, 495 days they were on my list. 560 days they were on my list before they bought. 337. So, So we have several of these that were on my list for over a year before they signed up. And the average time on my list was 152 days. And then 75% of these leads that actually bought, the buyers, were warm traffic. So that tells me that another reason why maybe the sales conversion wasn't exactly where I wanted it, because in my head, to be honest, I thought, okay, we could go over a 1% sales conversion because we're doing such a better job this launch. We had all the content and the messaging was set up better. I think that the product is better. I hired Andra. So I thought we could actually improve our sales conversion, but we also raised the price. So that like factored it in. Now, if you would have thrown this exact launch a year ago with the 2497 price, I think it would have bombed. I don't think it would have worked because we did all this extra effort around the messaging and everything and then converted at 0.9% but had raised the price. And so also with that just tells you me the importance of growing my list. But the exciting piece of it is I now have thousands of new people on my list who will buy in the future because these people are sitting there for many, many days. So average time on list 152 and 75% of the people who bought were already warm. Okay, so those are big, big takeaways. So it was a profitable launch. We did again, 74,000. Um, and it was overall you know, profitable with the pre-ad spend and everything even considered. And the other cool thing is we've gotten some clients. In the last week, we've gotten two clients from this. So that obviously adds to the revenue and ignite students who are actually graduating into becoming an agency client, which increases my average cart value of ignite sales and allows me to actually justify it even more. So that's not considered in the profit of those is those clients. Um, so here's the the part of the webinar that I want to talk about that uh, I think is is really important in that failed webinar. So because that webinar got no sales, I definitely went through all the feelings of like first shame. I'll tell you this. I didn't want to tell like my husband, my friends, because I was like in my head, I'll just figure it out. I will figure it out. I will solve this problem. I don't need your help. I don't want to tell you. I don't even, I don't want your sympathy. Like I don't want it. And I so I, I I didn't tell them. I did tell them, but I didn't I didn't want to. And but when I started talking about it, it felt better. I felt less alone. OK, that next day. Also, you know, every single day on my huddle, on my team huddle, we share numbers. So I go into this webinar Thursday. My team had put all this work into the entire launch, the experience, getting the leads. Like they had done their part. I did the webinar and got zero sales. So I felt like it was all my fault. Like we were not getting those sales, you know, and my team is obviously disappointed. And as a leader, you want to just like fix it. Sometimes that's not necessarily, you know, the right is like, I just want to fix it and not like brainstorm with them. And as I was saying on my huddle, we share numbers. So Friday morning, I had to get on that huddle where it was like, and we have zero Ignite sales. We had actually, we had a couple come through like in the night um, and in the early morning. So it was like, but, but people were expecting like do the live webinar and a surge of sales. Right. And so we had to get on this huddle and show up. 
And I'll tell you what, when you're a leader, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't not matter, but it, it's not about how you show up when things are going right and everything is perfect and your business is hitting all its goals and everybody's happy and you're not losing team members and everything's going well. It's not about how you show up in those moments. Anybody can show up good in those moments. It is about how you show up when things are not going well. When your team is looking to you for support, when things are not going well, when they are maybe nervous, when they're scared, when they're confused, when they're looking to you as a leader, and if you decide, I don't want to deal with this, these eyes on me and I'm just going to go handle this myself and pretend everything is fine, that's when it counts and you cannot do that. So I knew getting on my huddle, talking to my team, I could not be like, it's all right, guys. Like, I don't even care. Like, it's okay that the webinar didn't convert. It's still going to be fine. Well, I'm sure we're going to get the sales. I'm not even worried. I needed to vulnerably share how I was disappointed, how I didn't know the answer, how clearly something in that webinar didn't convert and I needed to come up with the strategy to fix it and I needed help. And what ideas do you have? And let's collaborate on this. Because I'll tell you the the subconscious like easy way out is doing what I said, is pretending everything's fine, is making everybody move forward with their work and getting the to-do list, getting in the tactical piece, staying on that logical side and not showing any vulnerability as a leader. But in the times where you go through whatever it is, whether it's this, my webinar didn't convert that first time, or whether it's um, we've lost team members on the team and I'm embarrassed about it, or whether it's something failed in the business or I failed, I have to show up every single time during that and be completely transparent and ask for help and collaboration. And it, it really does almost, it makes me emotional because I was able to do that and that's why the webinar converted on Sunday. That's why we were able to turn it around and go from making $0 on the first webinar to 20, I think like $3,000 in an hour on that webinar because I showed up and I said, what do you guys think the problem is? Here's the data. Here's, you know, I felt good on the webinar, but clearly, you know, I need, you need to change anything. I'm open to all feedback. Let's come up and let's, let's pivot. Let's do this. We're going to pull it together. And we did my team. They rewrote emails. Andra helped me with my pitch. I practiced that, you know, new one. We came up, Andra and I were on like, love her. We were on at like 9 PM on Friday night, my time. And just like brainstorming. And that's where we came up with the, the live uh, bonus, because I was like, you know what? The biggest differentiation in why that webinar didn't convert. And I know is because there wasn't enough urgency. People could wait two days to buy. There wasn't that urgency. So that work and that collaboration and me surrendering and being vulnerable and being willing to look like and show that I felt like I was failing. And even though I maybe was embarrassed about that, of course I wanted to get on the huddle Friday morning and be like, we got 15 Ignite sales on the live webinar. We totally crushed it. All our hard work was awesome. Like, of course I wanted that to be the case. And I was so disappointed when it wasn't. But we were, because I didn't let that stop me, because I didn't pretend everything was fine and just say like, all right, well, we'll just see how it plays out in the launch. I instead, we pivoted and I asked for help and collaboration and we did it. 
and we, we converted and we, we went to that webinar where then on that live webinar, all my, all my core team of the marketing, Andra and, and, and Sarah and Mallory on my team, they were all on that webinar. And it was so rewarding as a leader to watch them feel so excited for the work that went into the launch and the work that went into going from that 0% to that 6% and the sales coming in and the energy on that webinar and to watch them go through that was so rewarding for me as a, as a leader. So here's my big thing. This is why I'm telling you, I've never had a webinar that converted 0%. And so I really think that when I look back on, when I look back on this time, this, this launch in my business, it's going to be a massive pivotal moment because when something fails, I believe it is a message for you to look deeper and try and figure out why. I believe there is opportunity in anything bad that happens. Bad quote, right? Like I think when something doesn't work out, there's an opportunity for you to figure out where that opportunity is. And in those four days, when in between the, the two webinars, when it wasn't converting and we were not hitting our sales goals and that webinar didn't convert and give me that momentum because the, the open cart webinar is where you usually make, you usually get the most on the first day of open cart and the last day when you do the live webinar and then when cart closes because there's urgency that the doors are closing. So the fact that you, we didn't start out the launch with like a surge of sales like we had planned was very discouraging because that happened it made me re-question a lot of things. It made me think about things I wouldn't have. Now, let's say I go do that live webinar and I got like a 2% live conversion. Not great, but it was okay. I wouldn't have made the same pivots. If that had happened, we wouldn't have thrown out the whole pitch. We wouldn't have redone it. We wouldn't have added a whole new bonus. We would have just tried to probably improve it a little bit. But because it was so, you know, 0% conversion, it made me think. And out of that, I have come up with, first of all, we turned the webinar around because we were like, okay, we have nothing to lose, but changing the whole pitch up and adding in this bonus because the other one didn't work. So we literally have nothing to lose. It's like an experiment. Let's just try it. But also with that, what I realized too, was I was like, well, I knew that applications were working. And so I think that part of the answer here is to go and lean into what was more like less effort and we already knew was working so I'll probably do a live launch about once a year but I have many many plans to heavily push uh, our applications also I was listening very carefully to everything the audience was saying so if there was objections I was paying attention to those objections my team had a lot of great conversations in chat which gave us a lot of insight and one of the things I realized was people wanted one-on-one time with my team and they wanted that personalized experience versus just a course so in the launch I added into the the program that you get two 20-minute one-on-one calls with our ignite success coach per month no extra charge of course all the other students get it too I added that in and so I was listening through the launch and that made me make a change that actually made my offer better and it was something that I hadn't really thought of before but I was pushed to think Because at that point, it was like, everything's out the window. Like, what do we need to do? How do we problem solve this? So I added that in to the offer. I also, out of this, have had so many downloads and I don't want to share all of them because they'll be rolled out over the next like four months but um, there's some rebranding I'm going to do with the offer itself and the messaging around it. Um, There are some new 
There's actually a new mini offer that I'm going to come up with that is going to lead to applications really well. So I was able to come up with so many ideas. Now, here's why. Because during those three days, I would go for walks with no phone, with nothing. And I would just ask myself, like, what's the answer? What's the answer? What am I missing here? What is the universe trying to tell me? (laughs) And it would come to me. And all these things, like all these downloads came to me. And I don't even like that word because I don't, I don't know. I think people discredit it. Like, oh, you know, it's like some, the universe. But truly, that's what happened. I was just, it's my brain giving it that space and pushing it to think outside the box. Actually think outside the box because we failed quote so much everything was out like I said everything was off the table and it's like you have nothing to lose but coming up with the craziest idea (laughs) or adding in something or you know changing it and so because I was pushed to that measure it the result was incredible that has come out of it and now I am so excited about the direction I have more clarity than ever I know all of Q1 what we're doing how we're focused I've come up with new ideas that I think are brilliant none of those things would have happened if that didn't happen in my launch and that's why I'm so grateful for it also it's really rewarding to watch my statement that marketing always works it's just a matter of when play out even for myself because you know what If you do something and it works every single time and it converts the same every single time, that doesn't exist. You have to pivot. You have to listen to your audience. You have to listen to the data. And getting marketing that's converting is not an easy thing that's effortless. There has to be effort. There has to be drive and ambition in it and the ability to, like I said, listen to your audience and create, be creative with new ideas. And if you're lacking that, then it's very hard. And, you know, I think the success comes from being pushed to do that. And it was so much more rewarding to have us go through that experience and follow that method of marketing will always work. We Here's what we know and here's what we think we should change and let's try it again. And then get that result and see that those small, really small tweaks, we changed the pitch and we added a bonus and we 6.6x our conversion rate live. So it was a great learning experience. And I know my team's going to listen to this episode because my marketing team does before they release it. And you guys are incredible. Um, I am so grateful to work with the brilliant minds that I do, the people who are passionate, who backed me up, uh, who supported me, who didn't you know, make me feel like it was my fault and who were there during it and still encouraged. And also it was amazing to watch my team grow through it, watch myself and my team grow through the experience. So I hope you guys got a lot out of this episode. Um, It took me a little while to record it because it sucks to be like, yeah, I had a 0% webinar conversion, (laughs) but I really want you guys to learn from it. And I really try and be transparent and open about what's happening in my business so you can learn from it. I'm grateful that we were able to do that second webinar and fix it. But you know what? If we wouldn't have, then we would have just gone back to the drawing board and continued to do what we were doing. Where's the problems? Where's the confusion? Where's the data telling us? What are the numbers telling us? What do we have to do to make this successful? Because marketing always works when you're committed to that success, when you're committed to that process and you don't get in your head about it. And it's just a process. It's just a process of messaging, of strategy, a lot of times messaging, of how you position the offer, uh, of the strategy behind it. Um, And that's, you know, it's not actually that complicated. Yes, it takes effort, but it's absolutely possible for 
anyone to get there. So thanks so much for listening today, guys. Do me a favor. If you loved this episode, what would mean the most to me um, for, for the the time, of course, that I put into recording this and the transparency I, I aim to have with you guys, can you share this episode with with one person? Email it to them, share it on social media. Um, I would love that because I think that if more people can listen to this content and episode and hear, you know, I have a $3 million company and I had a failed webinar. And if more people can hear that and understand that it happens even to successful business owners, even to seven and eight figure business owners, I have friends, like they do something and the promotion fails. You just don't hear about it. It happens to everyone. And I want, I actually also recorded this because it's so important to me that my clients and my audience understands how committed we are to the process and I am into supporting you through that process and finding success no matter what. And like I said, it's not about how you show up when everything's working well. It's about how you show up when things aren't working well and the pivots and the changes you're willing to make and how you show up during that time. That's what it's really about. That's what separates successful people from non-successful people in my opinion. Thanks so much guys for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.